Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. And today we have a very special guest for us. Christian Daytok joins us, Washington correspondent for the Washington Examiner, an experienced journalism professional, wide range of editorial business roles, credible background, including campaign reporter, editor, audience and revenue development manager. Welcome to the bullpen, Christian. Thanks, Sharon. It's always great to join you guys here on the Young Turks. So I appreciate the invite back. All right, and I want to start with this because people will perhaps remember this recent viral moment. Is the president annoyed, frustrated with Marion Williamson for jumping in the race ahead of him? Did he want a clear field to run against the Republican nominee in 2024? Just not tracking that. I mean, if I had a, a uh, what is it called, a little, a little globe here, crystal wall, then I can tell you. But I, I imagine eight ball, whatever. If I can feel her aura, I, I just, I just don't have anything. I just don't have anything to share on that. I'm, oh gosh, you guys are making me laugh now. It's all giggles, huh? It was all kicks and giggles, and I wonder. Well, first, let me get your reaction. In the room, both your personal reaction and from those around you, the other journalists. Well, being genuinely honest, anytime we ask Karine Jean Pierre about the 2024 election, whether it's Republicans or Democrats, she usually sidesteps the question by citing the Hatch Act. So it was surprising to get that little bit of color out of the press secretary. That being said, I sort of sensed an undertone of Slight frustration. I'm not going to say you know they're they're actually mad at Marion Williamson, but President Biden wanted to run unopposed. He wanted to focus all of his intent on whoever the Republican nominee is going to be, and this is just one more thing that he actually has to take care of. Now, do I think Marion Williamson has a legitimate chance of beating President Biden in the primary? I don't think so. Probably. That being said, he needs to go out and campaign. Needs to probably appear in a debate or two. This is just one more thing the president has to deal of when he really wants to be focusing on Republicans. So, so much in politics is this system that is so unfair, okay? Republicans, Democrats, and each side believes that they're promised certain things and that it can only be between them. You use the word frustration there, but how much of it also then was the other F word fear that she could take votes, not just attention, but take enough votes away from him getting a second term. The fear is real and it's not necessarily fear of Marion Williamson, it's fear of any competitor. Perhaps Ms. Williamson emboldened someone like Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, who previously said he wouldn't be opposing President Biden. Maybe he decides to walk back that promise and jump in the race himself. Again, there's all types of feelings within the White House and within both political parties. I do think one thing that Marianne is saying that's very prescient is that these parties seem to govern the results themselves to a degree. Of course, the Democrats just changed the primary schedule so that South Carolina is the first state to vote. Of course, South Carolina was instrumental in President's big victory back in 2020 on Super Tuesday. It looks like they want to get this thing with, get this thing done with. Uh, very quickly and not trying to have to dig into the mud and see which candidates feel exactly how they say they feel uh, on all these issues. And then again, 
Uh, it sort of takes uh, individual voters' opinions out of the question when you've got both parties trying to sort of rig the primaries for their preferred candidates. What about the strained relationship between the White House, the administration, and progressives? And how much work do you think needs to be done prior to announcing? And when is he gonna announce, April, June? I don't know, maybe you have more insight and can take a more educated guess at it. But the strained relationship with progressives, how much can this be fixed? Or is he running out of time? I'm gonna take the second part of that question real fast because I'm gonna be blunt with you. We don't know when President Biden is going to announce. We thought it could have happened in February. Obviously that time has come and passed. And I think part of the slow roll on that is because of what's happening in the Republican Party. Now back to the Democrats in the progressive wing in particular, President Biden has a lot of ground to make up with more liberal voters. There's no getting around it. He made a lot of promises on the 2020 campaign trail whether it was forgiving student debt, passing voting rights legislation, which obviously hasn't come to pass in his first two years in office. So I think there are going to be a lot of rumblings from progressives in the party saying, hey, we gave you the White House, now it's time for you to make good on these promises. I'm going to say the president to his credit is trying to push on a lot of these issues. That being said, with the the extremely stratified atmosphere in Congress, it's going to be extremely difficult now that Republicans have control of the House for him to get any legislation done, let alone some of these more progressive principles and proposals that have come forth not only from his mouth, but from some of his top supporters in and out of government. When we think about President Biden and perhaps candidate Trump, the former president, squaring off again in a debate. I think many people would say it's appointment television because of the unpredictability of it, Christian. But if he's in a debate with Williamson in a primary, what are the landmines there? Because if you talk about these promises and ground to make up, what about the landmines? Could they really upend a potential run? Some of those landmines are going to be very similar to what you heard back in the 2020 campaign when he was debating President Trump. At the time, Trump talked about how even though he was the sitting president, he wasn't from the establishment and he wasn't a career politician. The way, of course, President Biden hung his hat on that 40 year Senate career. So I'd expect Marianne Williamson to come with sort of that outsider approach. And then again, just like we talked about a few minutes ago, she's going to press him on some of those progressive bucket list items, which he either hasn't been able to fulfill or hasn't even addressed at all during those first two years in office. I doubt it would be you know, a grab your popcorn type, set your DVR event like the debates with President Trump were back in 2020. But I do think it's going to be important for President Biden to come out and impressed to not only Marion Williamson, but progressive voters in the Democratic Party that he's the candidate for them. Okay, now I wanna talk about the press corps, okay? Because I'm so interested after watching what happened 2016 through 2020, and the way the process, the campaigns, the candidates were covered, is the press corps ready? Because there's this inside the beltway arrogance that perhaps middle America notices. Outsiders notice, others notice. 
When you look around that room at your colleagues, give it to us 100. Is the press corps ready? Are they open? Are they fully aware? The press corps is chopping at the bit to get out on the campaign trail again. 2020 was one of the strangest elections that I've ever covered, certainly, and maybe one of the strangest in history because of this idea of um, talking with reporters via Zoom, everything happening virtually, those drive-in rallies that President Biden was holding. And of course, everyone wants to go to Iowa. They wanna go mm. to the state fair and eat uh, the butter sculptures yeah, and travel okay. to all the different states. It's very important for the candidates to get out on the campaign trail and the press corps is ready to join them. Ron DeSantis, we don't have much time left, but I gotta ask you about Ron DeSantis and have you encountered him? And what do you think the odds are that he jumps in the race? Or is this just let me raise money, money, money and wait my turn? Because again, it's it's promised somehow. It's extremely likely that Governor DeSantis jumps into the race. I would expect that to happen sometime in May after Florida's legislative session takes place. There needs to be some rule changes, which the legislature has addressed in the past allowing state officials to run for national office. That being said, Ron DeSantis might pose more of a threat to Donald Trump's hopes of the presidency than Joe Biden will come 2024. He's a rising star in the Republican Party. He He's looked at by conservatives as Trump without any of the baggage. And I do expect once he formally jumps in the race late this spring or in the early summer, that primary is really going to kick into overdrive. The gloves have come off in the Trump camp, and I expect DeSantis to start hitting back fast and hard as soon as he formally launches. Well, we hope so, because you know when I saw Ron DeSantis in that one debate where he just froze and just didn't answer the question, I hope he's ready. I don't know where the gloves ever, you know. We're put back on Christian when it came to the Trump camp, but I love your inside baseball. Love, love listening to you, and we appreciate you always. I want to thank you so much for joining the bullpen. Um, great insight, and welcome Thanks, back Sharon. anytime.